how to stay together when you've grown apart. Now, my wife and I have a disagreement on this. Um, we've been talking about it for the last few days, uh, and we wanted to bring it here because we believe in being vulnerable and giving you guys what we discuss and what we go through. Um, so would you like to start or shall I? I can start, but okay, it's not ahead. necessarily a disagreement. Okay. Or I think we see it from two different angles. I think I think we see a micro and macro kind of thing. Sure. Okay. <laughs> I got the macro. I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> um, my only hang up. Actually, you might. Yeah, go ahead. I think I got a burp. Sorry. Okay. My angle is this on the sp- sp- specifically. <laughs> 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 and we keep it because I'm going to keep going. Keep going. That's all right. Specifically. <laughs> You know how you start messing up and then you keep messing up more? Just keep going. No, we, we I'm sorry. Okay, going. go ahead. Specifically on the growing apart part, I think that we give far too, more, too much credit toward the growing apart perspective of it instead of the lack of growing together part. Hmm. So the if you look at the fact that we didn't choose to grow together, there's accountability there. There are examples. There are instances. There's so much meat in that part as opposed to we grew apart where, like, no one's accepting or giving blame. It's just kind of flippant. You know, things just didn't work out. People change. Well, duh, people change every day. You should be changing. Unless you're dead, you're, you're changing. I'm different today than I was yesterday. So what, is it, what does it look like? And I'm going to share my perspective on this, too. But since you just brought it up, what does it look like for someone to, to choose to grow together? Because that you, you said people are choosing not to grow together. So what is yeah. that? How does someone then choose to grow together? Because I, yeah, I'm going I'm to ask yeah. that and leave it there. I think just identifying <clears throat> weaknesses within, within the camp. Like okay. our relationship is a territory of sorts. And so we want to make sure that this is a functioning and healthy space to live. So like imagine that we're in a camp. Now I don't know about an army or nothing, but this is what I see in my head when I'm thinking about this. This is a camp. And, like, both of us keep watch on different aspects of the camp. If you see that the fence over there to the left is just getting raggedy due to weather and, like, and it's starting to wear down, your job is to notice, dang, it's the fence over there is raggedy. You could bring it to my attention. Did you notice the fence was raggedy? Oh, yeah, I took a piece of wood off of that to put it in the fire. Well, let's replace it. Like, there's this constant watch and evolution of maintaining the security of the camp. And even the stuff that comes in and out, which are like the experiences or the finances or family. Like there are things that interact with what we share on a consistent basis, right? Evolving in season, evolving in age, like all that. So as things come and go, you know, like this little goat came this time we cooked it, or maybe this, this person bought in a horse. <laughs> I'm getting way out here with this one. You are, you, you go ahead. <laughs> what though. I'm saying is <laughs> we have to monitor what is going on between us. Yes. And this is an ever changing conversation to make sure that we are maintaining. So, so I'm going to ask this, give me a yes or no, then I'm going to use an example. So in, in your mind, is it possible? Can can people just simply grow apart? Simply? No. Okay. That was real dramatic by the way, (laughs) but simply, um, but, So anyway, so here's I I disagree, but I'm going to use an example to try to make my point. The example I want to use comes from an old TV show that I used to watch uh, where there was a husband and wife and they met in therapy. Um, It was a therapy as it relates to your weight, you know, uh, being overweight, being obese or what have you. Um, And they met. They were in the same place dealing with the same exact thing. When they got married, 
um, they 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 married and they were at the same level. They they yeah. fell in love with each other in the state yeah. that they were in, right? And navigating that same trauma. And too. navigating that same yeah. trauma. What ends up happening is the gentleman in that relationship decided he no longer he no longer wanted to be that, right? He no longer wanted to be obese. He didn't want to be overweight anymore. So he really started hustling for it and and sacrificing. He changed his diet. He joined like a I think a, 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 a fitness pro, you know, yeah. a fitness group or something like that. Um, he starts losing his weight, right? Fast forward, he ends up getting a big job where he has to go to a, a fancy city. We'll call it that. Um, and he's in this fancy city and he starts to grow. And yeah. according to his journey, he starts to grow a little he bit, changes. right? Mm-hmm. He changes. And now he's wearing different kind of suits. And now he's mm-hmm. he's he's not speed like I don't think the fabric of who he is changed, mm-hmm. but some exterior things, some heart's desires, some things That's he true. wanted out of life that were never available to him, now he wants, mm-hmm. right? Because um, of his weight loss. So he was successful. So in, much in so because weight. of his weight loss, right? Yeah. So now he, he's walking with a different swag. He has a different yeah. confidence now because it's like, yo, I've leveled up and I like this. I like how this feels. But his wife wasn't here for it. She's like, well, I like I like when you were the other guy. I like the guy that was sitting down with me making fat jokes and sitting down with me just mm-hmm. kind of dealing with this trauma together. I don't like this new version of you. I want the old version of you. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so to me, just on the micro level, where mm-hmm. I, that's why I said I think you do have the macro of it on the micro level. I do think if you're not careful, it is very possible to grow, quote unquote, grow apart. So he went on a journey that he didn't go on her with. And I think you kind of alluded to that. Like he didn't take her on that journey with, or she chose not to go on that same journey with him. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they grew apart and they ended up getting divorced. Right. Um, so with that kind of scenario, that kind of example, what would mm-hmm. your response to that be? Cause a lot of people experience that, especially we live in LA, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of people go through that out here. Like you, you beat on booked your series or your film or whatever. And what you once were, a month ago, you know what I mean? Now you didn't, you didn't know that you could date that kind of woman, a woman who looks like that, you know, for some guys who, who value, value a certain thing. Right. Or you didn't know you could be in certain circles. You could get into that private invite only club. You know what I mean? Um, but your, your man or your woman might not be here for that. So what's your response mm-hmm. to those kind of scenarios? Cause I have a response, but I want to, I want to gather your take. I stand firm. Okay. I, I just said a lot, said a mouthful, and she said, I stand firm. I got to get some water. Go ahead. And I said what I said. So here's okay. the thing. To my same camp analogy, our journey, as far as a couple is concerned, is to maintain the camp. This is our choice hmm. to grow together. So they met in the weight-associated um, group or whatever because they both dealt with the same issue. So they were very akin and, and, and accustomed or – aware of what comes with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, seatbelt trouble or, you know, whatever. I don't know. But they had things going on that they were dealing with. Even if she wasn't actively prepared to take the steps that he was prepared to take, there's still conversation about those steps, how this impacts how we function, and what are we doing to make sure that what we share is being preserved. So to Hmm. the fence point like we're literally walking in lockstep together you notice the fence over there is messed up hey did you notice anything about that and I can tell you all the context I have there we can decide to allocate our time to fix that part of the fence cool no wolves are coming to eat our sheep but if you just decide you know what I'm tired of the way the fence looks and you start building up six foot fences over here and I'm aware of that piece over there but I also oh you putting six foot I may start chipping away at the fence over here to bring you some to build that fence (coughs) and like we're not building the us yeah and so I think the growing apart 
is another way of saying not intentionally growing together because everybody's changing all the time. I don't expect you to be the 19-year-old boy that I met. I would hope not. You know what I'm saying? But, like, in, in our values of growing together, we have to consistently discuss what's happening emotionally, spiritually, all the things so that we can continue to refine and help each other on this journey. Well, and, and I agree. I agree. And that goes back to communication. You know, it, it, it goes back to finding the honesty. You know what I mean? And um, that can and, be hard. And that, that, that is hard. It's mm-hmm. very hard, right? Um, we had a moment the other day. I can't think of the example. If I do, <laughs> I'll bring it back. Um, but it goes back to finding the honesty, and it goes back to choosing to choose one another. Yeah. Um, I think with the example I gave, or just with so many scenarios we see play themselves out in the mm-hmm. real world, um, somewhere along the way, I, I do think, and this is why I say I'm on the micro and you're at the macro, because at the smaller level of it, you, I believe you can certainly grow apart. You can, you can absolutely be like, you are not what I met years ago. But the way that happens mm-hmm. is because you chose not to grow together. So the way that happens is, is I'm leveling up, right? Um, in my in my career journey, you know, I've I've booked major shows, I've done big work, right? I've been blessed in my career, um, and. I could have chose to say, okay, now that I'm at this level, I'm leaving everything behind. You know, you see people leave your family, your wife, your kids and all that. True. But my true. wife and I chose, well, we walk this thing together, right? <laughs> like we're going to, we're going to walk. There you go. Uh, we're going to walk this thing <laughs> on out. Right. Yeah. Um, so, so it's very much a choice that I think has to be made. Um, and here are some things that I think you, you kind of have to be careful of. Um, one mistake that I think leads to people growing apart is when you get married to someone, you think that the fabric of who they are, the things that irritate you, the things that low key get on your nerves, but you love them so much in this season that it's all good. You think those things will work themselves out naturally. They will not. (laughs) (laughs) So you have to be very, very aware that the fabric of who a person is, that is who they are. I see. I disagree a little bit because okay. Like the whole that's who you are thing, that's a scapegoat too. Like you you have the opportunity to decide who you are. Like, perfect example, you were a little selfish when we got together. That's not true. We were young. You weren't necessarily, or rather you were not I was as not selfless, selfless as I was. I was not selfless, no. But I, I wasn't s- selfish, but I wasn't selfless. I was fair. somewhere in a gray area in the middle. Either, neither here nor there. As we sit here today, I can say that you are not a selfish person that I perceived you to be at that time. Okay. So like if I had settled on, this is just who he is, like we would never be sharing, you know what I'm saying? But you've come a long way with that. I have. So to say like, that's who they are. No, they have the ability to evolve through communication and stuff. Through communication, through therapy. Like I think, but it takes, it takes so much work. You know what I mean? But that's a very damning statement. Like who they are is who they are. Yeah. But I, but I also think that, and we also debate a lot. So y'all are in the (laughs) middle of a debate, but I also think that applies to a lot. I think that applies to a lot of people, to a lot of, and when I say, let me be more clear. When I say who you are, I'm not necessarily talking about things that are easy to change. You know what I mean? Let, let me think of an example. I'm thinking about like if someone by nature is just a, 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 my wife is a hustler. Jocelyn is a hustler. That is, that is who she is. That's who and what she is. Right. So what I mean by your fabric, I mean, 
even when I in one of them big uh, jobs that I booked at one point, right, um, where we were making more than enough money to where my wife didn't have to think about working. Even in that season, she was hustling. You know what I'm saying? Like because it's what she does. I saw this. I saw this woman move to Houston um, <clears throat> right out of college, get a job and go to go to hair school. So work full time and go get your cosmetology degree and be in a master's program in Michigan Shout State out online. To Franklin Beauty School in Houston. Shout Texas. out Franklin Beauty School. Yeah, man. Um but at the same time you were also in classes to get your master's through MSU, right? Yeah. At well, the same time. Yes. So so it's like in your nature, oh, yeah. you are a hustler, right? Now, we've had seasons where things have conflicted with that or gotten in the way of that, yeah. but in those seasons of conflict, you've been irritated because you weren't hustling. Yeah. That is a part of who you are. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So some things can shift because I don't when you, you mentioned the selfless versus selfish conversation. I don't think by nature I'm selfish. I just think I was hurt and damaged by being <laughs> like the youngest in the family or the brothers and the cousins and the aunties and uncles. And you, you pick up this slice of pizza. Get out of here. They take your pizza. Man, dang. You know what I'm saying? Like, like So getting things taken. Uh, growing up, I ain't sharing with nobody, right? But I don't know that that was my fabric as much as it was my trauma, right? Um, so now that's <clears> that we need to put a pin in that. Yeah, fabric versus trauma, because at the end yeah. of the day, it's hard to decipher between the two. And and yeah. regardless of what's going on, that means I'm still not getting pizza while I'm sitting next to you. Facts, you know what I'm Fact. saying? And now you not. That's right. That is right. So yo, sidebar to that to that bit. You used to, we used to go to the movies in Houston. We lived in Houston, bro. We used to, we used to go to the movies. Lord be offended. Now, you my, used to do this in college. Sure. Um, I was fine with it then. I'm low key fine with it now, but you I just. ain't no fine with it. We Your come daughter's from, got a little bit of it too, though. But go ahead, they, tell But me. that was also my fault. Yeah. But we come from two different worlds, right? My wife's, I love my, we don't even use the term in-laws. Like we so tight, we don't even use in-laws for real. Mm-hmm. But for the sake of conversation, my in-laws, right? They are, they are just nice sweet people if one of them is leaving to go to the stove they're gonna tell the whole house hey y'all i'm going to the stove y'all want something the first time i saw that i was like (laughs) i was like what (laughs) i was like i was like yeah you can grab me you know whatever here i'll I'll slide you a couple dollars no it's all good i was like what (laughs) what world is this bro what well and then also here's the mindset if you don't have it to get that offer then you just don't go like you go later that's crazy so <laughs> i so i so for me i grew up in a space that's like bro i grew up with two older brothers right so it's a lot of testosterone a lot of men in the house right ain't nobody telling you they're going to the store they come they coming back with chips and snacks and all of that and you just missed out and they're gonna sit in front of you and eat them and it was fine it was there was no problem with that right um so so we would be ch- so when we started dating we go to the movies or something like that. Notoriously, I'm gonna pull up at the gas Listen station. I hope y'all comment. I'm gonna on this pull too. up and comment on it. I'm gonna pull up at the gas station. I'm gonna get whatever pop I was drinking at the time, maybe like a Gatorade or a cold red or something crazy like that. Um, I think Gatorade. I was gonna get like a Snickers and Starburst gummies. That at the time that was like my movie Starburst gummies, Snickers, and a Gatorade, right? Mm-hmm. Um, without fail. I would pull up to the gas station. I would mention I'm about to go grab this right quick. She would stay in the car. I would go get the stuff, come back to the car. She pissed. She hot, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm just like. I was thinking about it. And that was like 15 years <laughs> I'm ago. I'm like, no, what are you so upset about? Like, what's, what's, like, what's the problem? Still mad. And she would just say, you need to consider me. I'd be like, yeah. consider what? Like, I, you knew I was going to the store. We talked about going to the store an hour before we left so we could leave in time for me to get these snacks. Because we, ain't, I wasn't buying them movie snacks, okay? I had the money like that back mm-hmm. then, all right? So it's like. 
but we came from those two different worlds, right? To where she would be so hot, like, why aren't you? You you don't consider me. All it me. took was two seconds. Like, you want some? Literally, you want some? Three words. This or, man would park and then just get out the car and go. In or there. she could say, "Yo, grab me this." Right? But I like, didn't want nothing. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna let that. I'm not even gonna let that piss me off. I'm not, I'm not even gonna let that piss me off. This woman just sat here and said how irritated she would be yeah. that I didn't ask if she wants, but she ain't want nothing. Didn't. Still don't. Give me the popcorn at the movies. That's that's happening. I understand that but. it's about the consideration. I get that. Um, but it's also we just came from two different worlds. Yeah. So I say that to say we went on that funny story tangent to to bring I mean, it we back. Really tangent. We there. did, but to I don't bring even it. Remember where we were we're bringing it back to the notion yeah. of growing apart because you had said earlier that I wasn't mm-hmm. that I was selfish, right, or that I wasn't necessarily well, selfish. Example. I know, but mm-hmm. I just I say that to say um, when it when it comes to it, that was something that was easy for me to change, right? Because yeah. that wasn't that wasn't that was just kind of how I grew up or whatever. But something within my fabric, like you're a hustler, that's in your fabric, that's not changing. Mm-hmm. In my fabric, um, I'm a peacemaker. You know what I'm saying? I'm a I'm 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 a giver, man. I'm I'm a hyper extrovert. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now those are all things I can shift according to the situation, but in the in the true essence of me, that is who and what I am. So we are gonna have to come back to this. But I think that is where I think depression and like separation and like conflict resides because there are seasons in life where that true essence is not thriving. And mm. that's where people Ooh. get a divorce or like that's where people are separating and stuff because you could intrinsically know that I'm a hustler, but I I wasn't hustling nothing first trimester. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So then yeah. you could blame me like, oh, you've changed. And like, granted, mine was pregnancy induced, but just think about seasons. People endure family dynamic shifts. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Excuse Bless me. you. Yeah. Job changes, society changes, pandemic. Like so much happens in life that may impact or stifle the the you that you are used to being and the you your partner loves. And if you're not equipped to navigate those seasons, you may call it permanent. Exactly. And end up making decisions from there. So Let's talk really quick about how to navigate through those seasons, mm-hmm. because because we talked earlier about communication. We talked about getting to the truth of what's actually going on yeah. and how hard that is. It's so hard Oof. to really to really get to the truth of what's being said. You yeah. know, you brought up something the other day. So we're going to hit this communication really quick again yeah. with another example. You brought up something the other day where I used to say, uh, no, I ain't waking up early with no kids. Right. Like I used to say that back in the day. Right. You now, didn't say with no kids, did you? Probably. I think you were just talking about job wise. Let's you say, had to say let, that about my sake, hypothetical kids. For the sake of argument, had. for the sake of argument, okay, okay. let's say let's say that's what I said because I used to make certain statements like that. Like yeah. I would never be a stay at home dad. That was a statement now, that I made. Was, that was one you said. Right that was now, one you said. now what you hear in that, what she hears with that statement, tell me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. is well, he's an actor, so there may certainly be a season where if we have kids and he's between jobs, he's gonna be staying home with the kids and a dad, which effectively makes you a stay at home dad. (laughs) Right. So like that. So, so what you would receive when I say that I can only imagine the levels of irritation and, and privilege for me to be able to say, so what he's just expecting me to do all the work. He expected me to hold it down. No, that's ridiculous. Right. Mm -hmm. That's, that's literally what I said. And that's what you should have heard. Cause that's what I said. What I was actually saying in my heart is I am scared that my career won't pan out the way I desire for it to. Mm. And I'll have long seasons of my life where I'll be I'll be thrust to being at home with my kids because acting and and entertainment is what I love to do. And I'll be subject to that and I won't be able to provide for my family. Right. Um, That's what I was really saying. You know what I mean? So what I was really saying is 
I, I, I don't desire this outcome because of the shame and because of what I at the time perceived it actually meaning. Yeah. Right. But what you heard, which is what I said is mm-hmm. he finna put all this on me. You know what I mean? Yeah. So in communication and this notion of growing apart in communication is so vital and is so important that mm-hmm. you make sure you, you, you actually get to the bare bones of what you're talking about. Um, and how you do that, I hate to say, unless you you can go to therapy. I think that's a mm-hmm. great option if you want to go to couples therapy. If you want to call people like John and Jocelyn to help you figure that stuff out, I think that's a good idea. Um, but if you don't want to do that, you have to really sift through this stuff, long conversations, because that's what that's what helps get you to what am I actually saying? What are you actually hearing? What am yeah. I actually saying? Yeah, go ahead. So first of all, I don't know if it's just the hormones, but when you say you scared or sad, I was like, Oh, yeah. and your baby started moving too. Like, oh, it's okay, oh. son. I'm all right. Because my, my feelings change. Yeah. But again, going back to the maintenance of the camp, mm-hmm. this is a very unique art that you are consistently checking in because you can check that at the door a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. the absence of that conversation of fear or even the lack of awareness. Like, and let me just take y'all to the right for a second. But as far as like the word goes, it's on your heart. It comes out and it's, it's very relevant to this moment. But like they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. So people be out here praying, fasting and then doing all the other stuff that like you feel like are maintenance for your spiritual walk. But that truth part will bite you in your booty because if you're not having truth in your relationship, you're missing a, a major component. And so I think while it was available, I had never heard him say, I'm afraid, which is why I'm saying this. So what I did, even though I was well in my right to be offended or to perceive it, how, you know, how someone could perceive that statement being made of, I'm not going to be a stay at home dad. What I ended up doing with that information is giving him grace because I'm like, I know he ain't mean to say that he's not going to do it. He's not going to hold it down if I, if, if, you know, whatever happens. And so I compensated with grace without really taking the moment to say like, oh, that's fear speaking. Because mm-hmm. if I knew it was fear, we could have fought that out. You know what I'm saying? We could have purged out that idea because a stay-at-home dad, what is that season? If, you, if you've if you been stocking all year like the ants in the, in the, um, in the summer, right? Or is it the grasshopper? Who been working? Both One of them, them uh, insects has been working all year so that they would be prepared for the winter. When you get to the winter, you don't be like, yo, lazy, eh? you know, sitting up. There's grace for that moment because there's been so much work on the other end. Culturally, I don't think that men and women really navigate the seasons or even in entrepreneurship and business. Like we're taught upward trajectory, you know, we're taught growth, we're taught goals, but like that valley work, (laughs) that's not the one that couples are really attuned to. So when somebody loses a job or tear ACL or gets demoted or a company turns upside down, the couple is left to navigate that on their own. And particularly the woman is left in a different position because his pride is hurt and his, his work has been impacted. So how do we navigate from here? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that navigation looks like honesty it looks like hard conversations. You got to kill your pride um, and choose to walk through it together. Yeah. Choose to be together as you walk it out. So because then people be saying we grew apart. 
Right, like, that right, ain't right, what right. happened. Right, you just you you grew in life, but you didn't grow together. Yeah, right? there was just some stuff. Um, yeah. So to to end it, because I know we're I know we're short on time. So, um, and we'll have to come back with a part two of this for sure. sure. Um, but to end it to, for day, we always want to try to leave you with tangible steps and with something that you can that you can do along the way. If you feel like you are growing apart with your spouse, and hopefully you, I know we went on a lot of tangents in this episode. I know we went <laughs> it's been all over. We be all over the place sometimes, but I, but it was some, a lot of good in there. Yeah. If you feel like you're growing apart with your spouse. Please, man, sit and talk about it. Sit and talk about why. Right. If you don't if you don't do anything else in this episode, pull pull this part up. Y'all watch this together. Who feels like you're growing apart? Why do you feel like you're growing apart? Once you communicate that with your significant other, ensure that that's what's actually happening. Okay. And what I mean when I say that. The thing that you feel like, well, you've just grown. You're different now. This and that, this and that, whatever those things are. Talk about that stuff and make sure that what's being perceived is what's actually true, right? Spouse to spouse, make sure that's the case and make sure that's the case within you because you may be saying the thing that you think is true and it's not. So you have to spend that personal time. You have to do that, do that hard work, look in the mirror, look at yourself and identify, wait, what do I mean when I make this statement? When I say I'll never be a stay at home dad, what does that really mean? Because I love my kids dearly. I mean, we have a good time. What am I really (laughs) saying? Oh, shoot. I'm really saying I'm afraid. I'm afraid of failure. I'm afraid of, I ain't about to go, I ain't about to go down where I was at at that time, but it was a lot, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so identify that stuff and that can at least put you on the road to figure out how did we, when, then you can figure out when did we stop growing together? What was the trigger? What happened? What was the moment? It could, it could have been a simple statement. It could have been a joke. Mm-hmm. It could have been a simple joke where, Maybe, 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 maybe somebody sticking with the, the weight loss journey we mentioned, maybe somebody was working out and now they buff and they cut up and they got abs. And maybe a spouse said, oh, you think you look cute with all that could have crushed you all this work you did and you did it. You did it so they would appreciate you. And they made one joke and you said, F them, I'm good. So now you're more distant. Now you're more cold. Now they don't hurt your feelings. I'm never going back because you hurt my feelings. And that that mattered to me. Talk about that stuff. Get into that stuff so you can choose again to grow together. So that would be my 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 quick thought. But we're going to come back with another episode on that. Yeah. I had something to say so far back, but I'm going to take it back. You said pull this up and, and watch it and then talk about it. Don't invite us into the fight. I don't want to be. <laughs> I don't want to be the one. You see how I be trying. I'll be serious. Then here she go. Every time, man. But what I, I can say, yes, we do have to expose communication because as you were speaking, like, it's all great advice. But I'm also thinking, like, some people don't know how to grow together ever. So, like, they started off and they were on the the high of the honeymoon and the beauty and the newness of what they shared. And then they got into the thick of it and they don't have examples to follow about what it looks like to grow together. So they never have done it. They've Mm. always just lived in the camp together. Meanwhile, stuff is tearing up. Like an advantage that we have, I think, right at this moment, 2023, uh, my parents have been married for 42 years. Mm -hmm. He is 52. Mm -hmm. We come from stock of demonstration and this consistency of like – we don't care what happens. It, it just ain't ending. Like we commit. And then you have people whose parents have never been together. People come from divorce. People come from all walks of life. And you trying to live and create something that you've never seen before. Like it's easier said than done to tell somebody to have a conversation about something that they've never, they've never seen. Facts. Yeah. So before. I overlooked that. Yeah. So you can pull it up, but don't talk about it yet. But just hear me out. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Watch or like, you know, you listen to what we're saying. <laughs> But I think that the action step here is to just evaluate 
what you've been feeling. And it goes right back to the sex book. Like we could be back at the top, but evaluate what is happening and where that came from within yourself. So for example, he's talking about the fear associated with the statement that he made. That's him. My evaluation for myself is why did that trigger me? You know, mm-hmm. or to admit to myself, I'm a little triggered because when I'm triggered, old me without the refinement of wisdom and time will pop off, defend myself, you know, speak up, do all this stuff and make a whole mess of everything I touch. My my relationship at my workplace, in my, whatever the case is, I'm tearing some stuff up because I'm triggered. No, 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 no. Pause at that feeling. When there's something that your spouse does that pisses you off or hurts your feelings, you it may or may not been their intention. And a lot of times, like you talk to marriage therapists and people who are like familiar with the grounds, they like, no, it's, it's been a lot of miscommunication mild on top of each other. So to sum this up, evaluate yourself first so that you can purify your intentions to come to the table with truth just as a presentation, not even telling you what to do with it, but I need to be self-aware to say, okay, let disarm him. Hear me out. I'm not trying to, I don't mean to offend you, blah, 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 but this is how I'm feeling to which he can say, I didn't mean to, he could double down and say, and you should, you know, like we can, and then we can get to the heart of what's happening. But I think that is, is a more relevant first step before trying to talk about it. Cause if you're not skilled enough to have that conversation, you can yeah. make it worse. Yeah. That's good stuff. So really this is low key, a, Episode on communication, quite as it's kept. Um, yeah, so thank you for watching. We're at our time. Uh, thank you all so much. Please like, subscribe, share, comment. Um, yeah, you have anything else? No, I want to comment. I want to see, like, yeah, engage. So if yeah, you please dare, engage. We're, we're here talk. for it. We're very much here for it. Comment. Yeah. Uh, again, if, if, any, if anyone does want to talk to us, like, personally, um, our, our business email is in our YouTube. So feel free to shoot us an email and we can set that up um, because we are here to serve. That is, YouTube is great. Clicks and all that. We ain't, we're here to serve. We're here to help. Okay. Yeah. Um, and that's what we feel led to do. So, okay. We good? We're good. All right. Love you. I'll talk to you later. See you next time. Peace. Peace.